Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Baked Bookworm podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and this is the podcast where we talk about books on the higher level. Welcome back. Um, I'm so excited to be here again this week. Um, I look forward to recording these episodes every week, and I hope that anybody listening looks forward to listening to them every week. Um, I do have a little announcement. I will be um, posting every Wednesday. So, um, if you were looking for a schedule, that is going to be my schedule. So I will be posting a podcast episode every Wednesday. Um, so that if you're listening, you know when to tune in. So I'm super excited, um, to finally be on a schedule and figure out what works for me. And I think Wednesday is the best day for me. So yeah, um, I'm excited to be here again this week. Today I'm smoking on some Durban Poison, which is another one of my favorite sativa strains. It makes me energetic and creative, and it's dominant in terpinaline, which is a fruity terpene, and that's also found in apples, if you didn't know, so that's pretty cool. So, um, last week I talked about one of my recent reads, and that was Passing by Nella Larson, which I really, really enjoyed. And we also talked about Consumption Methods and um, Never Let Me Go by Kazuo Ishiguro. And I'm still working on Sourdough Culture by Eric Pallant. I think that book's going to take me a while just because it reads more like a textbook. So it's not as fun and it is enjoyable, but it is taking me a little longer to read. So I'm still working on that. Um, I've learned a lot about the Egyptians and the French on baking and... The French bakeries in the um, time before the French Revolution, around the time of um, Marie Antoinette. I can't remember the exact dates, um, but what's interesting is they really didn't have good quality working conditions for these French bakers. Um, They were in these little cellars, basically, um, right next to a hot oven for the bread to bake in. and they worked all the time and they probably only got about four hours of sleep before they had to be up and make the bread again. Um, So that was so interesting for me to learn about. And also Marie Antoinette never said, let them eat cake. She actually said, let them eat brioche, which if you um, know anything about bread, brioche is like a French sweet bread. Um, But I thought that was another interesting tidbit. So she never said, let them eat cake. Um, but she did say, let them eat brioche. I recently finished another book last week, um, or part of this week, and that was Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus, which was also Barnes & Noble's book of the year, if you didn't know. And I gave this book a four-star review, or wait, no, I think I gave it five stars, um, because I really, really enjoyed this book. So we're following our main character, who is Elizabeth Zott, and she is different from most women in the 60s because she is a scientist. She's actually a chemist, Um, and she works at a lab at this institute called Hastings Institute or something like that. Um, Definitely Hastings. I can't remember what the if it was Institute or Research Center or whatever, but it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so she works as a scientist or a chemist there, and she meets fellow 
scientist Calvin Evans, who is like a celebrity scientist. He's won a lot of prizes. He won the Nobel Prize. Um, and so um, she meets him and takes some beakers from him. And um, they end up falling in love. And she gets pregnant. And then he actually ends up passing away in a tragic accident where he slips and falls on the concrete um, and ends up busting his head open and it's just tragic so she takes um, the dog 630 and she ends up finding out she's pregnant um, with her daughter Mad Zot um, that is the kid's name uh, she ends up changing it to Madeline but it's legally mad which is interesting um, yeah, so once the research institute finds out that Calvin has passed away and that she's pregnant and unwed, they fire her because it's really not a good look back in the 60s for a woman to be pregnant and unwed. So she, you know, has to raise her daughter. And then she ends up taking a job as a cook on TV. And she ends up teaching women across the nation chemistry through her cooking show, which is super cool. Um, and it was inspiring and humorous at times. And I also learned something. I learned that spinach is high in oxalic acid and that inhibits our iron absorption. And that is so interesting because I was feeling like I was having symptoms of iron deficiency and I eat a lot of spinach in my smoothies every morning. And so I've switched over to kale because I learned that little fact from that book. So it's really interesting. Sometimes you can learn from fiction. You can learn things that you didn't know. So I really love that about reading. I love that you can learn things. And that's one of my favorite things about reading. Um, so yeah, I thought the characters in this book were really well developed. And I really was attached to Elizabeth by the end of the book. And sometimes I catch myself thinking back about that book, which is always when you know it's a five-star read, as if it makes you remember it. Um, so she starts teaching women to cook nutritious meals with, you know, the science lessons in the mix, and people just fall in love with her, and I fell in love with this character as well. There is um, a couple of trigger warnings for this book. Um, there's rape and death, so if that is something that you are concerned about, definitely check out more trigger warnings that I could have missed, but those are two that I remember. And one of my favorite quotes from this book was, Do not allow your talents to lie dormant, ladies. Design your own future. When you go home today, ask yourself what you will change, and then get started. And I think that is so inspiring, and that's a quote that I really took away from this book. Um, and, you know, inspiration is my, I feel like it's my word of the year, because I have been so inspired lately to start this podcast, to continue this podcast, to promote it, to really get it out there. And every little listen helps. So again, thank you so much if you're listening. I love you. Um, so I do have a little bit of a book haul for you guys today. Um, so I recently went to Barnes and Noble this past weekend, which is one of my favorite weekend activities. And I'm sorry if you can hear Lilo jingling around in the background. She, like I said, always has to be on my lap when I'm recording these episodes. Um, so I am currently reading 
one of the books I purchased, and that is, or actually two of the books I purchased, and that is Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson, and I am loving this book so far. We are following um, two siblings, Benny and Byron, and their mother has just passed away. Their mother was a Caribbean woman um, from an island. It doesn't really specify which island, um, but she is from an island, and she leaves them a black cake, which is like a Caribbean rum cake um, with like fruit in it. And she leaves that in her freezer. And in her will, she leaves a recording where she tells the story of her life um, that her kids didn't know. Um, and so they find out that they have a sister that they didn't know about. Um, and so she's telling the story of her life and about the daughter that she never told them that she had. This book is really interesting so far, and I think it's definitely going to be a five-star read for me. Um, so I am super excited to finish that as well. Um, another book that I'm currently reading that I bought this weekend is East of Eden by John Steinbeck, and I am loving this one as well. I'm reading this one at work. Um, like I said, whenever I am not busy at work, I get to read, which is one of my favorite things, and I'm so grateful for my boss um, to allow that for me. Um, and it really makes my day to be able to do something that I love while I'm working. And I love my job and I love doing all the little odd jobs at work. Um, and then this is just one of the perks. Um, yeah, so I'm currently reading Ace of Eden by John Steinbeck and it is so, so, so good so far. There's two families. We have the Hamiltons and the Trasks and we t learn the stories. So, so far I'm just learning the background of the characters. And so we have the Hamilton family, this man named Samuel and his wife Liza and they purchased some land, or not purchased, they homestead some land in California in the Salinas Valley. But their land is barren, so they hardly make any money, but they still become well-known uh, family in the community. And then you also are following the Trask family, which has two brothers, Charles and Adam. Which I think is interesting because um, this book is often compared to Cain and Abel from the Bible. And I think that one thing that's going to happen in this book is Charles might kill Adam. Now, don't quote me. I'm not sure if that happens, but that's like a little prediction that I have um, because I don't know what happens in this book yet. Um, and so I think that's interesting that it's a C and an A, and I wonder if that was intentional by Steinbeck. So I'll have to do a little bit of research to see if that was intentional, but that's interesting to me. Um, yeah, so that was a Cain and Abel kind of retelling of a story, and I'm super excited to keep reading because it's, um, you know, really flowery writing, and it's very accessible. I wouldn't say it's a difficult book to read. Um, well, obviously it's a little bit more difficult than, say, like a Colleen Hoover book, but it's not super hard to read, so I'm really enjoying that. Another book I picked up this weekend was Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte, and I have a copy of Jane Eyre in like a duo copy book of that and Wuthering Heights, so it's like a Bronte sisters duo book, um, but um, I wanted to just have a copy on its own so that I could really annotate it and read it. Um, I love to mark in my books when I'm reading them, and I just know that I'm going to enjoy Jane Eyre. Um, it's a coming-of-age story, and I love coming-of-age stories, if you didn't know. Um, so, 
yeah, Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. And then I also picked up um, The Art of Hearing Heartbeats by Jan Philip Sinker. And this is not something that I had on my list. This is just a book that I came across in the aisle and I thought it sounded interesting and I picked it up and it's so interesting sounding. So I just said interesting twice in one sentence. Um, sorry guys. <laughs> but yeah, so this book is about a girl whose father disappears and she finds out um, that he's been writing letters to a woman in Burma and that he was in love with and so years later she travels to Burma to try to find her father and she meets an old man that tells her the story of her father's life and my prediction for that book is I think that the old man might end up being her father and that might be revealed at the end but I'm not sure so don't quote me again but I'm interested to read that book as well because it sounds great. So I wanted to do another little like segment on some of my episodes and that is The Rec Room. So welcome to The Rec Room where I recommend books um, based on different little prompts. So um, if you would like to have a recommendation, please leave me a comment um, on the podcast in your rating or something or DM me on Instagram or TikTok because I would love to hear what kind of books you are interested in and I would love to recommend them for you. But today I kind of just picked some different prompts for myself and I thought I would share them with you and give you some book recommendations. So one of my favorite books that I read last year was Normal Sucks by Jonathan Mooney. And if you're struggling with any kind of mental disorder, I would highly recommend this book. In this book, he specifically struggles with ADHD and I think dyslexia as well. I can't remember exactly. Um, but this book will make you feel like you're not alone. And it also makes me appreciate my differences because they're kind of like a superpower. I struggle with OCD and anxiety and depression. Um, so this book made me feel like I wasn't alone in my feelings and it made me realize that there are some things that I can pick up on that maybe other people can't because they're not as anxious as I am. So they might not see these cues from people or something like that. So I really enjoyed that book and if you're struggling with anything, I highly recommend it um, because it'll make you feel the same, hopefully. Um, another little prompt, um, if you're looking for a memoir about overcoming any kind of abuse, I would highly recommend Know My Name by Chanel Miller, who was the Stanford rape victim, and she really overcame her trauma through writing this book, um, and this book was so powerful and definitely one of my favorite books of all time. If you were looking for a really good memoir, I highly recommend that one. If you um, are triggered by any of the um, things discussed in that book, then maybe skip it. Um, but I thought it was really great. And then also In the Dream House by Carmen Maria Machado. Um, this book is really interesting and unique because all of the stories um, make up different rooms in her dream house. So that was so cool to me and I really enjoyed this one as well. If you're looking for a romance where the main characters kind of grow up together, I would recommend One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reads 
or Normal People by Sally Rooney. I enjoyed both of those books, and I think that if you are into romance, you would enjoy those as well. I don't read a lot of romance, so for me to enjoy one is really rare because sometimes I think they're a little too cheesy for me. Um, but if you are looking for a good one, I would recommend those two. And then a book that embodies the new beginnings that come with spring, I would highly recommend Homegoing by Yagi Asi. And this book follows each generation of descendants of a woman named Maame from Ghana. And it reads a little bit like short stories because each chapter follows a different person in this lineage. Um, and I thought it was super amazing and really inspiring and powerful. Um, and really tells the story of how a family can be knit together. And just, I think that that embodies the new beginnings of spring. Um, and spring is coming up and I'm so excited. So, um, today I didn't really prep any, you know, I didn't prep any education on cannabis today, so I'm super sorry about that, um, but next time I will have some cannabis education for you guys, um, if you're looking for that, um, but yeah, so thank you so much for listening, like I said, please reach out to me if you're listening, I would love to hear from you, please DM me on Instagram or TikTok, I'm active on both of those, and I will see your message, trust me, um, so... Yes, thank you again so much for listening. Lilo is growling at me, telling me it's time to play. Um, so with that, <laughs> I'm so sorry about the noise. Um, but with that, I'm going to leave you guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day. Stay high. Bye.